Hey girls, welcome to Girl Talk. I'm Heather and this is Created Woman's Podcast where we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. Every show, I get to chat with friends who will share their personal journey of discovering their purpose and running after their dreams one dream step at a time. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk. Today, I'm excited to launch our very first show in our how-to series, How to Discover and Launch Your Purpose with Life Purpose Coach, Crystal Bro. Since launching the Created Woman podcast back in January, we've noticed that many of you are asking lots of how-to questions. You know, we say all the time that we are a community of women learning to dream, live life on purpose, and explore our faith. But so much of that brings up the natural questions like, how to, or how do I, and where do I begin? So to help us all out, I sat down with Crystal who shared five practical steps on how to discover your purpose. Some of the questions she will be answering for us are, how do I stop being all over the place? And how do I blend my faith and family together? And what is the first step? Well, Crystal has been coaching women for over 10 years, but she has actually been my coach for all my life because she's my big sister. And I know that not only are you going to fall in love with her, but you will learn so much. Well, Crystal's passion is to help women grow confident in Christ and his purpose for their life. She has a heart to help women learn how to manage their time and live healthy so that they are ready to do what God has called them to do. Crystal also loves coaching by working one-on-one, in groups, and speaking to businesses, churches, and organizations. She also has an amazing life purpose retreat she offers to churches and businesses that I personally have had the honor of being part of. So if your women's ministry or organization is looking to take your group to the next level, Crystal is the best. You can find her at crystalbro.com for all the information, and of course, I'll have all the links in the show notes so you can easily get in touch with her. Okay, here's my conversation with my sister, Crystal Bro. Hi, Crystal. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're we're at your house. We are. So, there might be, we're on... Um, in a room above our garage, so mm-hmm. the kids are outside, so you may hear the garage door going up and down. Because it's spring break. It's so, spring break. So, for those of you that don't know, me and Crystal are sisters. Yes. So, all of our kids, your husband has them all right now. Yes. Playing. So, mm-hmm. we can record a podcast. Yes. Hopefully, quietly. Yeah. He didn't know he had that job till about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because my husband got to stay home because he was sick. He yes. stayed home. Yeah. And so, now we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what happened. So we might hear some yelling and screaming. We might hear some yelling and screaming, a little bit of fighting, <laughs> a little bit of, I don't know. Who knows? They have been fighting. Our two fight. Yeah. The two. Li- no. One little one, one big one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, well, I'm glad you're here. We've been I'm saying we're going to do this. About, or we've been saying we're going to do this for months. We have, but we've, it, we've been saying we're going to do it, but that's before we even said we wanted to do a how-to for Girl Talk. And this is the month for purpose. Yeah. So this was already planned for purpose, but... This is our first how-to in our series that we want to do. We say, we're say we saying it's a series, but it might turn into what we do on a regular basis because 
the reason we were starting this is because so many women in our community are like asking how how mm. for whatever like so many hows like business or life or whatever so but before we dive in we already said how we know each other do you want to know how the first time we met? well that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> the first time we met because that's been a trend it has been so i will share the first time we met which obviously you don't remember because i'm the oldest mm-hmm. and i remember by 10 years not quite <laughs> So, I was three and a half, four, and you know when you're like four, you have these flash memories. Mm -hmm. So, my first memory of you, this is really sweet, it may make you cry and we'll have to pause, but um, this was before the days of car seats. You know, your mom would, you know, you just like three in the back. And so, you were at the hospital. Did you hold me in the car? I did. While it was driving? Well, we were in the hospital parking lot. And mom said, I'm going to sit in the back with Crystal. And we got in the back, and she was holding you. And we were just in the parking lot of the hospital, and she said, do you want to hold her? And so the very first memory I have is mom putting you in my arms. Oh, I was almost four. I have never heard this story You've before. Never heard that story. Why yes. haven't you ever told me this story I before? I don't know. So then the car started moving, and she said, I'll go ahead and take her back. But, you know. But she still, you were not in a car seat or buckled up or anything like that. Because it was so not necessary. It was not needed, yeah. Yeah. And then the next time, the next memory I have is me trying to change her diaper, and that just didn't work. Probably not. Yeah. Anyway. So I can't believe it. all these years I've yes, never heard yeah, that story. I was holding you in the hospital was I parking super cute? lot. You, I think so. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> because it, what you're saying is you're the same age as Hope is now, so I'm trying to picture yes. that through Hope's eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fun? Oh. Yeah. Cute. Really cute story. Yeah. There was phones back then. They could have taken a snapshot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was no Instagram. No, no Instagram. Yeah, no. That would have been a cute Instagram that shot. That would have been cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I wish I could remember the first time I remember you. Probably singing. Mm, we used to sing Donnie yeah. Marie. Yeah. That was bad. That's my first memories yeah, of us as Donnie Marie. As Donnie Marie. Mm-hmm. Which you're still obsessed with. I still like Donnie. He's still cute. That could be a good birthday present for you is to go to Vegas and see Donna Marie's show. so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody's listening, what's the blessed crystal? I'm a little bit country. A little bit rock and there roll. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hook me up. Okay. <laughs> I think it was actually my first concert I ever attended. Really? Really? Yes. In Atlanta. All in purple. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. So we're here to do the how-to. You are... Um, a life purpose and wellness coach. Yes. But what is that? I know what it is, but what only because you've talked about it. But well, what is it? So I am a licensed wellness coach first, mm-hmm. and um, I work one on one with women um, on just the how to get healthy, eat healthy, normal healthy food, um, manage your time in a busy world. Because What's I normal healthy food? Normal food. You know, I don't believe in special diets. Okay. I don't believe in special products. I think my go-to um, answer is always when I have someone say, does this work? I say, can you do it for the rest of your life? Mm. So I love teaching women and speaking on how to just have balance to yeah. eat mo- to fill your body with healthy food in moderation yeah um and then as a life purpose and that coach, doesn't mean no sweets because i see you correct yeah. yes when you saw me eat sweets we have to learn i always say you have to learn how to eat 
the cookie the right way. So we have to learn to have moderation. Yeah. And so I have such a passion to help women get healthy, but more importantly, be healthy on the inside. So as a life purpose coach, um, I work with women on how do you discover and live out your purpose and what are the steps mm-hmm. um, that you can take to be to live God's purpose for your life. And I truly believe that that is a part of being healthy. Yeah. Um, and so I start my background as wellness. I have, you know, I have a degree in um, the health industry and started out as a wellness coach. Um, and then years ago, kind of going through a healing process myself, I discovered Pathways to Purpose, mm-hmm. um, which is about life purpose. That's a book. It's a book. And I thought, I really want to be, I think one day I might want to be a life purpose coach. One day. Like way, 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 way. And then as I began to work more and more with women as a wellness coach, I realized that there were a lot of women who mm-hmm. were like me at one time, just were struggling to be fit and healthy on the outside, mm-hmm. but no clue what their purpose or their identity is on the inside. I think that's what is interesting. I was I was hoping you would get to, because some people might say, how does health, wellness coach and purpose coach go into mm-hmm. it? But you just said it. And I remember during that season when you were trying to figure that out. And you were hearing your clients say the same thing. Same thing. Like, unhealthy, but when you got to the core, they weren't just unhealthy physically. Right. They were unhealthy. Yeah, because really, to be, before we can start taking care of ourselves on the outside, Mm -hmm. if we want to have a lifetime of being healthy on the outside, you really have to be confident of who you are, confident of your, and, and have a reason yeah. A motivation and a reason. And that starts with getting healthy on the inside by knowing who you are in Christ. What yeah. is your purpose and how do you live that out every day? That's good. And so what's interesting is that, um, so we both have different, of course, we're sisters. We've already said that. We grew up in the same house. Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah. Same parents. Same parents. Um, so we didn't have like opposite lives. Mm-hmm. And we both pursued, you pursued health. I pursued fashion. But cut to, well, just 10 years later, because it's only been 10 years, right? Yes. No, just a few. <laughs> just a few. That we're both on purpose. We are. We both talk mm-hmm. about women and purpose, but we came to it both focusing on the outside. Yes. Me with the clothes and the fashion and you with the health. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, wellness and health was just a passion of mine from mm-hmm. a very early age. You know, you've heard the stories. I just loved exercising and working out. Yeah. And... Um, it's, it was just the beginning of, I do really care about women being healthy on the outside. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people think, you know, if I'm in a line at a buffet, they feel this reason to tell me everything they're going to eat. And I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> I really don't care that much. Yeah. Like, enjoy your pie right now. But I do want people to be healthy on that. But I'm more passionate about women walking yeah. in freedom of knowing who they are and their purpose on the inside. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, I love that, how your journey, and I think that's important that people understand that. So you kind of touched on it already um, about how women were, you were noticing a trend. Mm-hmm. And we're noticing a trend in our community of created women. And so that's why we're even doing this. Um, we just had Style Speaks. And one of, I, I messaged you after and a lot, as I did a lot of the mentors, I'm like, what were the questions you were getting? And your response to me were these three questions. How do I stop being all over the place? 
which you said is common from women. Common, yes. And you heard that in our tribe. How do I blend my faith and family together? And what is the first step? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right there, those are the three things that are the trend in your business. And we're hearing now in our tribe at Created Woman. So I'm sure if you're listening to this, something has run. One of those questions, like, that's me. So we're just going to dive into a how-to of, like, mm-hmm. what what does that really look like? So we can practically help women. And our this is our month of purpose. Our theme is purpose. And that's really the big message of Created Woman. And so we're just going to dive into it at, at Girl okay. Talk. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So how do I stop being all over the place? If I'm your client and I'm sitting here like, I just feel like I'm all over the place. What What, what do I do? Well, sometimes I think we're all over the place because we're trying to say yes and please everybody. Mm-hmm. And we're all over the place because we're saying yes, 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 trying to be all and do all. And I think that begins with knowing or stops by knowing who we are in Christ mm-hmm. and who we're trying to please mm-hmm. and knowing what our gifts and talents are. Because so the first step is understanding what are your gifts, your talents, and your passions. Mm-hmm. That's the very first first thing. And once we know that, then we kind of know what lane we're supposed to be in. Um, and then learning who to what who and what then do we say yes to? Yeah. And who are we trying to please? Because like I said, a lot of times we're all over the place because we want to please everybody. Mm. And we're doing things that we're not even gifted to do, but we just want to mm. please everybody. Mm. Like, have you gone through that? Um, I did, I think, at a before, like way early when, um, 20 years ago, when my husband and I started realizing the need to serve in our church. Mm. You know, you're just saying yes, and I think that's a good place to start. By just, if you don't know, right. just start serving where you are. And, You'll you know, discover. it'll start. I rocked a lot of babies. And I love rocking babies, but I realized, <laughs> mm, I don't think this is, you know. So, yeah. So, kind of first learning, understanding. And if you don't know what your gifts, and think back to, like, as a child. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How do you know your talent? What yes. Because people think talent, musician. No. Yeah, so at a very young age, I was passionate about health. I started having this draw to want to teach <laughs> aerobics back in the day when it was called and black aerobics. Leotard. And my black, well, I had every color. I remember yeah. the black leotard. Yeah, I had peach and green and purple, too. <laughs> that was 1990. Um, so I just had this passion to teach. Mm-hmm. And I had this passion to lead other people to be healthy. So it just came natural. Yeah, or to so, tell them what to do. Yeah, I had this natural <laughs> tendency to tell people what to do. So start with, are you, what are you passionate about doing? Yeah. And sometimes that means stopping everything that you're mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. because we're going, going, going and just thinking, okay, what, what gives, what gives me energy? Yeah. What at the end of That's the day good. gives you energy? And if that gives you energy, that may be the gift and passion God's wanting to use mm-hmm. in you that you say, I could do this all the time. And I'm going to ask you this because I know the story about your daughter, about Hannah, about how she just thinks she plays guitar. It's just something she does. But as women, that's something that t- talk talk yeah, about. Yeah. So that. I had a I had a, actually I had a client a couple of years ago um, through a session learning to pull out 
we talked about her dreams when she was younger. She said, well, I used to write. And here she was, 55 years old, and I asked her what she was doing with her writing. And she said, oh, that's just what I do. Mm. So sometimes our gifts are those things that just come natural to us, and we think they're really no big deal. Like cooking. Like cooking and flowers. And, you know, I have a friend who that is her passion is to decorate for the church. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times those gifts are those things that just come natural, and we think, that's just what I do. And so my Hannah says that sometimes about her artwork and playing the music. That's just what I do. That's Well, God's waiting for us to use those things Mm -hmm. that are just what we do as a venue to bring others to Christ. That's really good. We're not to keep those just for ourselves. Yeah. I have to tell her sometimes, come your music was not to just stay in your room yeah. to be used. So God, those things that um, just come natural for you, God's waiting for us to use them. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So that's the first start. Are you using those things you're passionate about mm-hmm. for something other than yourself? Yeah, that's really good. So if you're listening, probably should take notes. Yeah. And if you're in the car, come back and listen yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah. So then what's next? So I think, well, I know, not think, last when it was in February, your the focus was on healing. Yeah, and that's a heavy thing. Yeah, it, yeah. But you know, healing is even the second step in creating woman. Yes, that we have it to is. do. And I think sometimes we as women think healing means it has to be something big and heavy. Yeah. But I can tell you that I had to go through a healing process of forgiving myself of sin, Mm -hmm. um, grieving sin, grieving failure. Yeah. I think that's a big one. That's a a big one. You know, I had to learn, I've got to grieve some failure Mm -hmm. in my life and learn what God has for me. Um, I've had to grieve loss Yeah, that I have gone through loss where I could have stayed Mm -hmm. bitter Mm -hmm. and angry. And I remember a process of going through loss where I, I know exactly where I was, and I felt the Lord say, what happens, how are you going to be if this doesn't turn out the way you want it? Mm. So I had to really, so we have to go through the healing process for a couple reasons. Maybe the very thing that God wants to heal us of mm-hmm. is what he wants to use in our purpose. Mm. And that's scary. That is scary. Because you're like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I'm not losing that one. Yeah. yeah. But... It's during the healing process, too, that we seek the Lord and have true intimacy with Him. Mm-hmm. So I know during those times when I've felt so lost and grieving that I cried out to the Lord is when I really developed intimacy with Him. Yeah. And it's through that intimacy with Him that we, He begins to reveal Himself yeah. to us. So if we don't go through the healing, there's like, I feel like there's this wall. Yeah. That yeah. will always be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm sure you've come across a lot of women that just say, I just don't want to deal with that right now. I don't want to go. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go there. it's the same pattern. Oh, and they're stuck. Yeah. And they're stuck. And they're stuck. And it seems that if you don't do it, does it, it that it gets harder. You're going to have to do it at some point. At some time. And it just gets harder the longer mm-hmm. you wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so deal with it. And it could be, it could be... You know, 
counseling, but it could be just dealing with it and surrendering it to the Lord yeah. and asking him how he wants it to be used. Because it could be private. It could be a private healing. It does not have to be this big. Public it's thing. acknowledging. Yes. It's acknowledging a loss and, and really um, making a decision to turn that in that process into an opportunity to seek the Lord, mm-hmm. not block it and turn away. I think I think just knowing that a lot of women just went, whew, that it could be a private healing. It's a private. I've had private healing, just me yes. and Jesus. Oh, I my journals are full. My journals of, are full. Yes, and I told funny you. Story. I burned. A, I threw away a journal that I was like, you know what? That was from twenty years ago. I want to burn that one. Let's go yeah. ahead and get rid of that one. Yeah. Well, I've told you where my journals are. If something were happened to me, like here they are. Be done. You get them first. And I won't read them. I'll just throw them away. <laughs> <Just> throw them away. <laughs> I th- I've thrown away some too. But I think it's that I like going back. I do, and I think healing is surrendering it to the Lord, so that you can have that intimacy. Yeah. So number one, acknowledge what are your gifts and talents, and realize that they're used for God, not for you. Yes. Number two is healing. Mm-hmm. You're actually going to give us five steps. I am. So what's the third one? The third thing then is to identify what are your obstacles Mm -hmm. that are getting in the way of using your talents and gifts. I'm writing this down. Yeah. So what is your obstacle? And the first one may be healing. (laughs) Yeah. Because not, you know, um, avoiding healing leads to bitterness and it builds Mm -hmm. that wall. Yeah. And it just leads to hardness and coldness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, it may be that very thing that, you yeah. know, he's wanting to use. What have you seen? What have you seen um, that have been obstacles that are maybe as you're speaking to clients, there's a reoccurring theme that they don't even know. That's an obstacle. Mm-hmm. The reoccurring theme is trying to please everyone Mm. it is such a reoccurring but here's the reason because trying to please everyone is looking for that affirmation Mm. yeah and so when we get rooted in our identity and knowing who we are in christ and our then we know who you know we can say no to and sometimes it might be not right now. Not yeah. no forever. I know you always say I that. I love that. Not so, no, no for now, but not forever. Might not be. Yes. Yeah. And so the reoccurring theme is time. But the root of the time is because we say yes to everybody mm-hmm. trying to please everybody. So I've heard you say this. Make a list of everything you do. Yes. Of all your yeses. Mm-hmm. And... And then going back to look at your gifts and talents. So, you know, make a list of everywhere from where you wake up in the morning to you go to bed at night. Where's your time being spent? Mm -hmm. And is any of it toward the first thing is any is any of your time being spent with the Lord each day? (laughs) Because we can't know God's purpose for our life if we're not spending time with them. Right. So that is that probably should have been number one. um, That's like point. A. I am. It a. is. And I'm One actually, we'll end today with that. But, um, <laughs> but, but I think we do that. I mean, I hear it all the time too. And I have busy times too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't get to it today when normally it's the first thing I do. And, but you know, so that's a like question. yesterday when I drove here yesterday, I didn't have a quiet time. I got no. out the bed. I got the girls out. I boom. So there are days. Like, There's going to be guilty. days. Yes. There's going to be days. You, yes. Where yes. It's all and crazy. I really didn't have one this morning because we ended up Wait, talking. That's yeah. right. And that's okay. We needed it. <laughs> so there are going to be, it's not perfect yeah. every single day. But when I hear women also say, I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I say, how's your time with God each day? Mm. 
and I hear there's not one. Yeah. The very first thing I say is that's where we need to start. Because we can't know God's purpose for our life if we're not listening to him every yeah. day. Yeah. Like getting quiet before. And, you know, I've prayed with women before that, um, that they would not be able to sleep until they had spent time with the Lord every day. Really? I have. I mean, you they, know. They've said, yes, please. That's I like good. That, like, I need help. Well, we're just going to pray that okay, you can't so, even sleep. So here's, I think even that in itself can seem daunting. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? So let's do a mini how-to. Break that down. If we're not having a quiet time in the Lord, because people, I, I know, you know, that people are like, oh my gosh, I have to just read my Bible and it's so big. What do I do? So Never done a quiet time all my life. What do I do? First, find a quiet place. Okay. Find a quiet place. I have, find a, because uh, um, this is all to save time. I call it a Bible basket. Uh-huh. You have all your materials together. Because like, I want to, I want to read my Bible, but I can't find it. I want to, you know, so find your place and then commit to the time. Maybe you start off with a commitment of, I'm going to try this for five minutes. Yeah. And then in that time, so this, the, Commit that no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then I think find a study maybe. Yeah. That go to Lifeway, go to the books, you know, get on version Bible. Yeah, find, version Bible is so good for that. You'll get a devotion. Get a six-day plan. Get a six-day plan. And there's so many topics. I use them with my kids all the time. Um, you know, I, I have one that struggles with worry. So I'll find a devotion on yeah. worry and do with him every day. So find yeah. that topic and then... I think it's good to read it in the U version, but when I'm doing a U version, have your Bible Bible yeah. um, next to you and read the passage and then journal that passage. Yeah. What did that passage say to you? Right. And if you're busy, like I find like, I remember being young and single. Um, I would, if I, if I couldn't get to the morning, once I started being diligent, cause I wasn't diligent until I was like 25, like lunch break. Yes. Cause I had a job. Yeah. So I would go. On my lunch break sometimes if I didn't get to it or whatever. Because everybody has different schedules. Yes. And it goes back to that, you know, third step is identifying your obstacles. And if time, write your time down. People say, I don't have time. What are you doing from the minute you wake up to, you know, how much much time has been spent on social media? You know, so personally, I've had to make up myself a rule that I don't touch social media until I've opened the Bible. That's really hard. And that's not because I'm great and holy. That's just because... You know that's a I know my... You can get... I get lost in scrolling. I cannot say, let me just check Facebook for a minute while my coffee's making, and then I'll... (laughs) That doesn't doesn't work. work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a guardrail I had to set for myself. Hey, I want to take a quick second to send a special thank you to our Gather Her April sponsor, Melissa Rodriguez of State Farm. Because of Melissa's heart to sponsor our event and those we serve, women were able to come to Gather Her absolutely free. Melissa's office is located in Georgetown, Texas, and she helps with auto, home, business, property, life, and health insurance. And I can tell you, you can really trust her as I've known Melissa for over 10 years and she is a gem. Check her out on Facebook at Agent Melissa Rodriguez and tell her I said hi. And if you would like to be a Gather Her sponsor and share your business on our podcast and monthly event, send me an email personally at heather at createdwoman.net. 
I love connecting our tribe to other like-minded businesses and also want to know more about your business. So reach out to me and let's chat. All right, back to my chat with Crystal. Okay, so we did a mini how-to of how to set a quiet time. Mm-hmm. Find an easy devotional, you version, or... Take that Bible take verse. Bible, how can yeah. you apply it? What does it mean easy. to you? Write it down. Because you can find short devotions. You can okay. find them. So let's go back to purpose. Okay. We've got what are your gifts and talents? Healing. What are your obstacles? That was mm-hmm. three. Number four. So this is a hard word. Surrender. Ugh. You know, and what does that look like? It means turning over that obstacle to mm-hmm. saying, God, I'm not in control of this. Wow. You know, so it really even means if that means surrendering a, a gift, a talent to say, I surrender my talents however you want to use them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's surrendering my will. I want it to be done like this mm-hmm. you know i mean i have prayed for the lord to bless his to get show me his will yeah in this story i've written in my head <laughs> so really i'm just asking yes you know yes so it's surrendering our dreams and um i'm glad i'm not the only one that does that that yes. i make up a storyline oh i know <laughs> i know so my, that story like, that i create I've are got really, a really good. good story i've planned it all out <laughs> and so you know i found this is crazy maybe you can share some of those after well, yeah, I mean, you know, I one thing I've done here in the last few weeks, and this is crazy, it's not crazy, it's the way it's supposed to be done, but I, this is funny, I've literally started taking the Lord's Prayer, literally. Oh, the breaking down. Yeah, like we grow up here in the Lord's Prayer. And it becomes passive. It becomes passive. Yeah. And when you start really praying, mm-hmm. your will be done on earth mm-hmm. as it is in like, oh, that mm-hmm. that will may not be exactly how I've written it out in my head. Mm-hmm. And give me today my daily, daily bread. Just yeah. what I need today. Um, and so I can get caught up in the future, but I haven't surrendered today. Mm-hmm. That we hold on to something so tight. And surrender is not an overnight process. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's not an overnight thing. No. It is a process. You know, there have been well, things, it's a daily thing, too. It is. Finding. It's a daily thing. And I... And, and, you know, I'll, something will reoccur. I'm like, God, I thought I surrendered that mm-hmm. years ago, but here we are again. So yeah. it is really a daily process. Yeah. So surrender. Um, and surrendering looks like what? Just saying, I give this up. I give this up. I'm not going to control yeah. it. Yeah. Because I think it's also it's, one of those things that we make so big. Yeah, Quiet it's not time big. seems so big. Surrender seems so big. Like we're nailing ourselves to the yeah. cross, you know, and there's this whole like, and there might be for some things. You might have to be surrender some big. Yeah. And to make it more practical, this thought just occurred to me you, because it's me. Um, surrender to me is not trying to manipulate a situation the mm. way I want it to be. <laughs> Controlling it. Controlling it. So if I'm truly surrendering this thing that's mm. that needs to be given to the Lord, yeah. I don't need to try to, in my head, manipulate a way to figure it out to work the way I want it to be. Wow. That's good. Okay. Number five. Okay. Then the last one, and this is where I think it's so, this is key, is to be purposeful in the everyday where you are Mm. right now. So we go through different seasons of life and different roles. 
And I've heard you talk about this and um, other people you've had. I've heard Kelly talk about this too, is that, you know, um, I have work that I do every day till 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then it's carpool time. And yeah. after school, and I love it. And I know not every mom gets to do that. Right. But be purposeful. And so learn what does God say about the roles you have, yeah. you are in right now. So are we being obedient right. in our role as a single person? Mm-hmm. What is he saying a single person should I mean, I totally wish how? I would have known. My single life would have probably been a lot better uh, if I would have been ditto. more purposeful. I was not. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was not purposeful. Yeah. I, I was not, all over the place. I did not seek how I should live as a single person. No. That was the far. You I know. never prayed about how I should date. No. And <laughs> um, I shared this a hundred times with you, but I've heard Andy Stanley speak on it is we have to know God's providential will. So a lot of times there's. There are so many demands, for lack of a better word, in mm-hmm. the Bible that the Lord, that, that is very clear on how we are to um, be obedient to Christ as a single person, as a wife, mm-hmm. how we're to be obedient as a mother, how we're to be obedient to our bosses, yeah. to our the people who work, how we're to be obedient as a church member. Yeah. You know, are we, are you just checking in at church every week or yeah. are you serving? Yeah. Um, so what what does God's word say about our every day? And to be a lot of times we can and I'm guilty of this too, we get we sit and we wait for the God's big, 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 big will. And God's saying, How about mm-hmm. you be purposeful, one, in your time with me every day? Yeah. Um, be purposeful in leading your children the way, be purposeful as a wife. Um and I I just believe as as we are obedient to the Lord in our everyday mm-hmm. and with what he's given us today mm-hmm. and with our time with him, then that just begins. Yeah. The big purpose becomes more and more yes. clear. Because there isn't one big purpose, really. No. So, you know, I'm doing, a, I'm reminded because I'm doing a study right now on um, David. Mm-hmm. And we know this, but when we sit and stop and think, David was not just a king. Yeah. David was a shepherd. Mm-hmm. He was a warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a musician. All through it, like, in, all, all through his life. And so... You read about him first as a shepherd. That's right. And I just don't believe... So that's like the college student almost. Like, because you think, not to compare, what I'm just saying is there's seasons of life. Yes. And I really, and you've heard me say this, I really don't want at the end of my life to be known for just one story. Yeah. I have different roles. Mm-hmm. You know, I pray and hope that my um, that my kids are going to have a different story of me as a mother. Yeah. That, you know, so we, we have to be purposeful in the everyday um, and obedient to what he's called us yeah. to right now. Um, I, heard, I heard someone say recently, and I really liked it, it just reminded me because of that David Shepherd story, that, because I think this happens a lot, I so you have this picture of who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And so then you want to jump. And it, the, the, what I heard them saying is how David knew as a shepherd he was going to be king. The Lord told him he's going to be king. But what did he do the day after he found that out? He went back to the field. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. And he could have said, he could have <laughs> I'm, said, I'm, I'm king. king. I'm done. But he... He went he back before, to the field. That's right. And then before he became <laughs> king, he was a musician 
mm-hmm. for Saul. Yeah. He was a musician. He could have said, so um, I'm we not playing that. for the king. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not you know who I am? I am the king. That's yeah. right. But he submitted to the Lord. Every day. Right where he was. So good. That's yeah. hard to do. That's hard. But saying, where am I today? How am I supposed to be obedient? You know, I just believe Get embrace embrace where you we just, are. We just got an interruption. We just, got, we just um, where what are your roles today? Yeah, and start learning what God says about you should be yeah. doing in that position. Yeah, we have a kid saying your role right now is to come play. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I thought she said. We thought yeah. we were, yeah. She said gift delivered. We got a gift of we flowers gift. just now. Okay. So one of my favorite Bible verses that I've really tried to turn into a prayer is um, Colossians 1.9. Mm-hmm. And um, Paul was actually praying over them. And I think it's such a great prayer to pray for ourselves. And it says, Paul was saying, I pray that you grow in the, in the will of God mm-hmm. and grow in all spiritual wisdom and spiritual wisdom and understanding mm-hmm. And live a life worthy mm-hmm. of the Lord, bearing fruit in every way. In every way. Bearing fruit in every way. I like that. So sometimes I have to say, oh, am I bearing fruit where no one else is going to see yeah. but him? Yeah. So I just want to kind of jump a little bit. <clears throat> so we're hearing this. Um, and I just want to kind of touch on the different women that we might be talking to. Oh, Hopi just came in. Hopi wants to give us flowers, too. Okay, thank you, Hopi. Thank you very much. Thank you. We got more flowers. Well, it's just, it's the different roles that we're living in right now. Yeah. The kids know we're up here recording. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, the, we've, we said how we can't, or some people can't, like, I cut off at 2.30. Not everybody mm-hmm. can do that. So, I want to talk to two different women. The women that are, the younger women that are maybe just starting out, they're single, are they career-driven? Now, you know, how do they find that purpose? And what do you want to say to them? And then what do we want to say to the woman? And I think it's more about being intentional. Like, I have a friend who I heard say, now, mind you, she has older kids. Like, I would never say this to my kids right now, that they are allowed to take away her phone when she gets home from work. Mm-hmm. Because she can't, she knows herself, basically, not you know, she knows that it's hard for her to cut off. Mm-hmm. And so they are allowed to say, hey, mom, you've been on the phone too long since you've been home. Let me have your phone. She has trusted. So, you know, just things like that. Like, speak to that woman that maybe is in the beginning stages, young, maybe they're single, maybe they're newly married. Mm-hmm. Um, so newly married, um, well, single too. I, I think it really starts by making your time with the Lord a priority every yeah. day. It really does. Yeah. And making a decision that I'm going to commit time in the Word every single day. Yeah. To guard your heart, especially as a single person, to guard your mm-hmm. heart and know, um, because, and, you know, my husband and I said we were married eight years. Tim and I were married eight years before we had kids, and we think, God, we wasted a lot. <laughs> Of time. You know, we watched a lot of TV. Yeah. And, you know, Dateline came on four times a week. We watched all of them. Um, but make it being intentional with that. Your time yeah. with God. And and just start serving where yeah. you are. Where you are. Serving where you are. Yeah. And realizing that your job is not always your purpose. Mm, I think that's good. Yeah. Your job may not be your purpose. Yeah. I'm not saying quit your job. Right. I'm right, not right. saying that. 
But what I'm saying is... Don't get wrapped up Don't in get it. wrapped up that your purpose yeah. may be outside of your job. Yeah. So if there, if there's people are out there, and I think you gave them the great steps, but they're just like, man, this all seems too much. The first thing is really just having time with God. Having time with God. And then for the mom, mm-hmm. realizing that God still wants to use your, your gifts and talents. He's put something in you that mm-hmm. is to be used. Um. But it's not that you, it might be different in each season. Yeah. So don't squash it and say, I can't use it right now. But you may be going through a season of rocking babies. Yeah. And I think that's where moms can get, I almost use the word competitive, but it's not competitive, but judgmental is really what I'm looking for. But your gifts and talents aren't the same as her gifts and talents. Right. And what God's called you to do is not the same that God's called her to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so it all looks different. Like, yeah. You know. And you may be going through a season where you're having to work on your marriage. Yeah. You may be going through a season of um, rocking babies, wiping noses and all that. Mm-hmm. And so hold on to that. And maybe you're yeah. using a gift 15 minutes a week at church. Right. You know, yeah. journal, write. Um, don't squash it. But it may not be exactly how big you want it yeah. to be. Yeah. yeah. So any last thoughts before we get to a couple of our fun questions? I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. We covered it. You we had your notes prepared out. I you did. Good. I'm purposeful. I am You had a how-to. I did. Well, you told me to be ready for a how-to. So, <laughs> okay. So we're all about dreams. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, got you. Oh, yeah. good. Because okay. now you can just off the cuff. No notes. Okay. What is your god size dream now? For the future. What do you think is the big thing that's burning in you? I really have a heart for women's ministry. Mm -hmm. I am so passionate about um, helping women find freedom in Christ Mm -hmm. um, and helping women really be, find intimacy with God each day. Yeah. Yeah. And so, really, I'm just praying on how, you know, I... I you're, you're at the how-to part. I'm at the how-to part. I know God's yeah. using me where I am mm-hmm. um, with that. Um, so, I'm just... I'm in a surrender part right now. Oh, yeah. that's super fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that never stops. Never stops. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> man, my daughter's going to start driving next year. I mean, <laughs> oh, my surrender has not even begun yet. Yeah. So, God's just... Um, God's size dream of just how to continue ministering with women. Yeah. You know, there's something more. There's something more. Okay. So fashion. I knew that one was coming. So really, um, (laughs) your favorite trend or you can't right now, or you have your must have all the time, all the time. Um, I'm a jeans girl. Mm -hmm. Love the jeans. I have, I feel like I have every color of jeans. I hope those never go away. Um, and I'm really into ankle boots. Yeah. I like them. I'm into ankle boots. Yeah. Any, you know. So my you outfits. You had someone today that I were comfy ankle boots. They were yeah, comfy ankle I, boots. You've got your height heels. I feel like everything revolves around what will go with the ankle boots I want to wear. <laughs> that's how you start your day. So skinny jeans and skinny jeans and ankle, and ankle boots. boots. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. I can't live without them. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I actually had two different pair of ankle boots today. You did. One for church and one for home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the ankle boots. Yeah. Okay. We should take a picture of your closet after this. Oh, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> no. 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 All right. Well, thanks for our first how-to. This, this was this fun. Awesome. How-to. Yes. Yeah. Now we got it. Everybody's got it. 
Know uh, your purpose. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Easy. Thanks. Thank you. It was fun. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And if you want to chat more, we would love to meet you face to face. Every month in Austin, Texas, we host a free event called Gather Her, and you're invited. It's a night where faith, fashion, fun, and friends collide. If you don't live in Austin or just love to read, join our online community where you'll find weekly devotionals and resources you can take with you everywhere. A very special thanks to our CW friends who support this podcast and all of our programs through monthly donations. It's because of your generosity, women around the world are being equipped and empowered to be who they are created to be. For all of this and more, visit createdwoman.net and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And a special shout out to our producer, Taylor Stearns, who made this all possible. I'm Heather Frierson, and you're listening to Girl Talk from Created Woman.